Welcome to Beit Bereshit, House of New Beginnings, located at 11510 Old St. Charles Road, Bridgeton, Missouri, 63044. Now join us as we partake of Hashem's Word. I have to a portion is Isaiah chapter 1, so turn and stand with me for the reading of Isaiah half to a portion please Isaiah chapter 1 verse 1 the vision of Isaiah the son of Amos which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah Jatham Ahaz and Hezekiah king of Judah hear O heavens and give ear O earth for Yahweh have spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib, but Israel doeth not know, my people doeth not consider. A sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken Yahweh. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backwards. Let's pray. Father Yahweh Elohim, let the words that are in your Torah and have Torah portions move in our hearts and get rid of the things that do not please you. Help us to not be rebellious, Yahweh, but help us to teshuva return to you with our whole hearts, our whole minds, our whole being, so that you can impart in us your spirit. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. It's interesting that the Torah portion and this half Torah portion deals with the issues and it's always the same issue. Rebellion. These are the children of the children that came out of Egypt. The first generation didn't make it into the land, so he goes to his children, right? They go into the land. They get into the land, and they contaminate the land. So we fast forward here in Isaiah's time. They're getting ready to go into captivity as a result of rebellion. Notice what he says here in verse 2. Hear, O heavens, plural, and give ear, O earth. For Yahweh have spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. Isn't it interesting how when, when, when we read what Yahweh just said about his children, he's talking to us today, people. Let us get out of this mindset that we're reading Isaiah, and he's talking to Isaiah. The word is life, is spirit and life, and he's talking to us. This is what he's saying. He wants us to get the rebellion out of us. Amen? He also says in verse 3 that the ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. Don't you know that these two animals are the most stubborn of animals? but yet they know their owner? Does anybody see that? 
he uses this analogy to point to us, our stubbornness. He even says the ass and the ox will obey, obey their master. Why are we being rebellious? Why are we not turning our whole hearts over to him? He gives us these analogies. He gives us these allegories so that it gives us an opportunity to return to him before he comes in with his raft. Because there is a judgment for us when we rebel. Think about your kids. They rebel, you punish them. Yahweh sees us as his children, and we rebel, and he will punish us. A lot of things we go through is because of something has manifested over time, but we don't see it that way. See, that's our problem. And Yahweh is going to show us here that we have an opportunity to return to him if we do that. You have that choice every day. Verse 4, a sinful nation of people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. Don't you know that he, the, the, if you don't, teshuva, and I say teshuva because it means return to Yahweh. If you do not teshuva, return to Yahweh, not to things, but to Yahweh, you, you create in your heart a heart of I'm going to uh, invent evil. Did anybody hear that? And I'm going to find evil. Wherever I go, I'm going to look for it. That's what happens when you get iniquity in you. That's what Israel is doing at this point in time. He hasn't sent Nebuchadnezzar, but Nebuchadnezzar's on his way. You can rest assured that. They have gotten, they've, they've defiled his sanctuary. They have defiled his feast days. They have defiled his Sabbath. They've done all these corruptible things, and they have been doing it for a while. This is not something that just happened. Remember, the Torah portion said they were rebellious, so they didn't get in the land. Here we are talking about rebellion again. So this, 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 this pattern of rebellion is manifesting over and over and over as a result of us not following the Torah, not following Yahweh's divine instructions. That's what this is about. See, when we get away from following his instructions, whose instructions are we following? Because aside from his instructions, there is no instructions. Verse 4, they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they are gone away backwards. Hmm. See, anytime we, 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 we commit sin, we're singing, sinning against Torah. That's what we're doing. But see, people don't want to tell us this. They want to sugarcoat it. But I'm here to tell you today that sin is the transgression of the Torah. Neglecting the Torah, the instructions in righteousness, falsifying it with mixing and mingling things in our lives that profit the king nothing and insulting the Holy One of Israel. That's what we're doing. I thank Yahweh that he gives me that opportunity to put it out there like that. Because sometimes, you know, when, you, when, when, when we think about Messiah in Jerusalem and he goes to the leaders, the religious leaders in the temple, and he's pointing out to them their mistakes and he's trying to correct them but they don't want correction it sounds like us today 
we're pointing, he's pointing these things out in these Torah portions, these weekly Torah portions in the Torah, half Torah, the Brit Hashem. If you follow closely, it's all about correction. It's all about instructions and in righteousness, which points us to Messiah. Because, hey, face it, it's all about Messiah. It's about Yeshua. That's what it's about. Verse 5. Why should ye be stricken anymore? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. Everything that's going on in our generation, people, is a heart issue. It has to do with what's in our hearts. See, it's amazing how we can outward adorn, but when it comes to the inward, we got we good at covering up stuff. That's why he gives us these, these examples of his people who rebelled in darkness. They were doing things secretly, and he would reveal it every time. Read about Achan, and he'll show you what Achan did, which contaminated the nation. And he's showing us here, if you can just, just keep going along in this portion of the half Torah in Isaiah, and he's constantly showing them piece by piece, detailed about what's in their hearts, the dark, dirty, secret things that we bury in our hearts and think that nobody can see. But the Ruach manifests them always showing us, not because he wants to hurt us, but he wants to correct us. He wants us to return to him. Israel's problem, that's us, is we don't want to return to him. Let's go on. Verse 9, except Yahweh of hosts have left unto us a very small remnant, we would have been, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. Isn't it interesting how here we are way over here in Isaiah, and he's talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? It's because it's a spirit. It's a spirit of rebellion. And rebellion in the Bible talks about rebellion as being witchcraft. See, now, we don't want to identify a rebellion as witchcraft, but the Bible says that. Torah specifically says that. Rebellion is like witchcraft. So I, I, I thank Yahweh that he gives us these analogies so because they drive home the point. Everybody remember what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? He's showing us right here that we have Sodom and Gomorrah in our hearts, people. It's a heart problem. Don't look at Sodom and Gomorrah being a, uh, a two cities that were destroyed. Look at the Sodom and Gomorrah in your body, in your heart, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your deeds, in your actions, in your walk, in your talk. The things you say and the things you do. Your fruit are the things you say and the things you do. He's pointing out to us that Sodom and Gomorrah is in our hearts. And in order for us to, to get rid of this, this spirit of, of, of Sodom and, and the spirit of Gomorrah is that we must return back to Father. And he'll he'll clean he'll wipe away he'll wipe the slate clean. Let's go on. Verse thirteen, bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and the sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity. 
even the solemn meeting, don't you know that they had got to the point where they polluted his Sabbaths, they polluted his feast days, they brought contaminated, lame, blemished animals, and they were just going through the motions, you know, showing up on the Shabbat and dancing, and when you know you need prayer, you kind of sit there and go back out of here just like you came in. This is what they're doing. They're just going through the motions. And Yahweh's saying, listen, don't do this because I'm not going to accept it. He didn't accept it then. He hasn't changed. I am Yahweh. I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if they came and bringing these uh, uh, feasts and keeping the Sabbath and doing all the stuff that they, that we do, you know, we're good at it, but our hearts are not changed. We're not letting go of the things that are binding us up inside. Like, and then we come in here sick, spiritually speaking. And then we leave out sick, spiritually speaking. And he doesn't want his people sick. He told us that none of these diseases will come upon you if you follow me. None. But if you don't, this is what, this is, these are the results of rebellion. Verse 15. And when I, and when ye spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Ye, yea, when ye make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Not only were they contaminated the Sabbaths and the feast days and all the, the, the convocations, they were also shedding blood, innocent blood in the land. And when you shed innocent blood in the land, you contaminate the land. Remember, this brother killed his brother and shed his blood, innocent blood, and the blood cried out. Yahweh heard that blood. Every time they shed blood in the land, that innocent blood is crying out to Yahweh. He hears that blood. He will vindicate that blood. So here they are praying, keeping the feast, keeping the Sabbath. And Yahweh says, I don't even hear your prayers. I would not want to be a man that Yahweh says that to. Tyrone, I don't hear your prayers. Because you're contaminating the land. Like Elder Jimmy said, this land this tabernacle, this mobile tabernacle is contaminated with the things of the world. He does not want us to mix and mingle his word and his people with the things of the world because they're going to be a snare to us and a thorn in our side. Verse 16, wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Yahweh sees everything going on in our lives. He's not somewhere hidden. He's not limited to a building. He's the molecules in the air. He's the protons, neutrons, electrons, the atoms. And we're trying to hide, do things and hide, and he can't see it? The devil is a lie. But he also gives us an opportunity. Watch what he says. 17. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now let us reason together. Say of Yahweh. Though your sins be as scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. Though they be red as crimson. They shall be as wool. 
if ye will, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Willingness and obedience. That's a condition. We want to be blessed. Bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. No willingness, no obedience to, to what he's saying, but bless me. Now, I'm sorry to say I'm guilty of that. But guess what? I can reason with him. All I got to do is return to him. Put it on his altar. He forgives and forgets. We remember. See, Yahweh is so awesome. You do something and he said, you go and, and confess it to him. He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is what his, he says. He don't lie. He's not a man. He don't lie. And then the adversary come right back with them thoughts of doubt. And here we are, right back where we were last week. Again, trying to get it together, get it together, get it together. And he's saying, listen, you already got it together if you trust me. It's amazing how if we look back over our lives and we see what he's brought us through and from, we always grateful when we remember. See, Israel's problem is they, they forgot that they were in Egypt in bondage for 430 years doing a stomp dance. Kirk Franklin didn't invent the stomp dance. Our Hebrew brothers and sisters did. Our forefathers were stomping and dancing brick. And they forgot. He's telling us today in this half tour portion, remember what happened. Don't forget what I brought you from. How can you sit there and say, I'm struggling and I can't understand. Go back a couple of years or a decade and see what he brought you through and who didn't make it. Now you can rejoice. I can't understand what's going on, Yahweh, but I'm going to trust you like I did 10 years ago. I'm going to trust you like I did the day I gave my life to you when I said I do to the marriage contract. I'm going to trust you in spite of. I don't care what the world thinks. I love you. I've sold out the world. I'm picking up my cross and I'm following you in spite of how it looks. That's got to be your attitude. Your attitude got to be like Caleb and Joshua. We can take the land. That's got to be our attitude. The world is wicked and bold. What's wrong with us? Why are we sitting around here with a resurrected, a resurrected Savior tabernacling in these tabernacles in our minds and our hearts and we're living in fear? What's wrong with this picture? So he's telling us today, whatever your situation is, I got you. Whatever your circumstances is, trust me. What did he say here? Verse 19, willing and obedient. Be willing and obedient, and you will eat the good of your land, this land. Thank you for joining us today at Bay Parachute. We look forward to seeing you at one of our services. Our service times are Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Bible study, Saturday Bible study at 10 a.m., and Shabbat service at 11 a.m. May Yahweh richly bless you as you continue to stay in his word.